0: You are listening to the Stronger Business Podcast. Please welcome back Bobby, Chad, and Josh as we resume our conversation from last week and answer the question you've been asking, how do I grow my business with Google?
1: All right, all right, all right. This is still the Stronger Business Podcast. That was my best Matthew McConaughey.
0: Guess what I've learned? Yeah. This is the Stronger Business Studio located... At 630 Hawthorne, Suite 6. Oh, That's a, a big okay, yeah. deal based on what I learned from Bobby Holland. All right. And what he taught me about domain authority.
1: Yeah, so if you're listening to this, either you just rolled in from the Bobby Holland story, the Bobby Holland Entrepreneur Adventure, led us up to this point, and you're rolling into, this is like the nitty-gritty detail. You want to take some action like you're about to learn how to take very specific action, and we realized, Chad, me and you are like, oh, this is amazing, Bobby. Thank you, thank you so much, for showing us how inept we've been when it comes <laughs> to all this SEO stuff, because we've made so many mistakes and there's so much we haven't done.
0: I knew I was pretty um, lacking in knowledge when it came to like SEO and Google, and outside of like knowing what the acronym like stands for, that's about as far as it goes. And, I'm, and really, honestly, if I'm being truthful. I've gotten just so confused, and I get so many emails every day. Hey, Chad, do you need help with your SEO? Oh, my God. Or, hey, Chad, I looked at your website and blah, blah. So I'd almost determined, I think SEO is a bunch of BS anyway. Like, yeah. I not even sure I'd buy into this. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting taught SEO. By some special forces military turn Walmart around logistics guy, and I'm like, whoa. It felt
1: like it was like Keanu Reeves sitting there telling us about the Matrix. Yes, just, bullets are slowing down. He's talking about, oh no, this is real. We took the wrong pill, dude. We. Like I'm I'm in. But I'm with you because he's honestly Bobby's awesome. Love Bobby, but yeah, I get it. I mean, two or three emails a week or Facebook <laughs> things, LinkedIn, whatever. And LinkedIn's like the worst with it because they're always hitting me up, be like, would you like more leads? And I'm like, bro. I got more business than I can freaking handle. <laughs> you wanna start bringing some staff up to my table? I ten? need
0: SEO for employee. Yeah, I swear to God, I said that the other day. It's like, you're right, because I get some <laughs> of these emails and it's like, your website needs SEO help. And I get other ones right after. Well, I get three things, actually. So I need if I need a better sex life, if I need SEO help, or I do need SEO help, probably that I do need a better sex life as well. <laughs> and am I looking for a financial advisor? I'm like, hold on, let's slow down. Like, I love I don't, how you just went. I don't, I don't need a need. better SEO life.
1: I need a better SEX life. That's the, you like, know
0: I mean? First of all, to have a better sex life, you got to have sex. To get better SEO, i got to have at least some SEO. And to have a financial advisor, I need to make some freaking money. And to make money, I need some employees. So I'm like, y'all are coming at me with the wrong messages here, people. This conversation is proof that we never edit this podcast. <laughs> it's not on the agenda where we're supposed to get is Everything.
1: Like, this is good enough to move on, man. Get my We're still good. I'm just going through my inbox with you i, mean, I appreciate it. the vulnerability and complete honesty um <laughs> our listeners maybe don't appreciate it but it's fun for me this whole conversation i mean i'm a 41 year old white dude and i do wear an adidas track suit a lot I'm I'm, I'm I'm debating on if i should keep doing that or not uh and i i know that you think i'm a professional rapper i'm not it's just an amateur hobby but uh i know i know right now chad that I can't dunk a basketball on a 10-foot goal. Now, back in the day, you know, I had the ups where I could, I could dunk a tennis ball or a golf ball, you know, like typical young white guy kind of deal. But yeah, I was never thrown down with a legit basketball. And I know at 41, I can't do it. And I, I, I don't want a video of myself trying. But the conversation you're about to listen to with Bobby, it feels like it's a video of me with the SEO basketball trying to dunk. And I'm like, ooh, boy, I have, I'm not close to the rim. <laughs> but the cool thing is that, Bobby's not like waxy philosophical and giving us all these terms and all this crap that we can't do anything with. He's like, no, he like legit. Like, hey, here's what to do. Here's the nitty gritty detail of do this, do this, do this, and this is how to succeed. And I think you and I would both agree. Like, if you can afford it, you should probably hire somebody like absolutely Pepper Media to come in and help you. But uh, if you did, even if you couldn't, at least it gives you enough actionable content on the front end as to. What like, to go look for? Like, yeah. where
0: am I screwing up at? Yes. Like, what am I? What am I confusing the search engines and Google and the domain authority with? And that's for me. That's what I figured out. During, I mean, I learned so much that I can fix. It's honestly just not going to cost me anything if I got the time to do it. From Bobby, and I think the really cool thing about this episode and the action items and what we're learning comes back to the episode with Bobby and his entrepreneur adventure story of bringing that military mindset and logistics and efficiency and effectiveness and performance into the SEO space. Yeah, like I can see all of that in his business. I can see, I, I've, I've been exposed through learning from Bipper Media with Amy and teach me some processes and even meeting with the Bipper team, learning behind the scenes of how they function. I see all that at play in the business and in the way they serve the clients. And, man, when Bobby talks about, like, his heart for serving clients, entrepreneurs, and business owners in this episode, it is it's phenomenal.
1: Yeah, so it's really good for the episode that you're about to hear. You're about to hear the content that's, like, the legit nitty-gritty. If you want the details, if you want the action steps, like, you're about to get it. But if you're like me, so Chad's speed of implementation, he wants to, like, tell me what to do. Like, Chad, Chad will be listening to the episode and implementing the episode while he's also running on the treadmill. True story. <laughs> He's got one going them treadmill desk things. I do have a, a Peloton desk. It's awesome. Yeah, I ride the
0: bike and check emails and work and listen to podcasts. And I got a TV in there, I watch the TV while I'm doing it. Yeah, and at the stage of life I'm in right now, I have a TV. Sometimes like the my... wife brings me dinner down there. I eat dinner while I'm riding the bike. You're That's sick. Awesome. It's what
1: That's I understand. Why going back to the SEO and the sex thing. I figured something out just then. Um, <laughs> for me, it's different. See, like I get on the treadmill with a skateboard, and the TV is like on the other side. And I got like floats all around me, and it's kind of holding me on there. And I feel like I'm working out. Really, I'm just. <laughs> Like The treadmill's just really wasting electricity. But if you like the implementation aspect, you're going to love what you're about to hear. And if you love a great story and you're like, no, I I like sitting down and doing coffee with somebody and hearing where they came from and what has led them to be really driven them to the success that they had, then the episode right before this one is the way to go. Either way, two really good episodes. Inspirational content, actionable content. Listen to both of them.
0: It'll give you a stronger business. I mean, Absolutely. And and I honestly, from both episodes, I want to know more. I got more questions for Bobby. Like I'm dying to like learn more about his story and his special ops background and how he turned Walmart around. And then also (laughs) the logistics of uh, going more into domain authority and the three steps to uh, keys to ranking high on Google. That doesn't cost you any money. That's the crazy, I thought we're going to talk about ad spend and all the things and you got to throw money. You got to spend so much to move the needle. None of that. Mm -mm.
1: No, it was. Yeah. If you're frugal, do you love this episode? If you want to spend a bunch of money, you'll still love this episode. I think everybody will love this episode. Maybe a little biased. So y'all check it out again. It'll help you have a stronger business. And if you haven't listened to it, listen to the previous episode with Bobby Holland. Hear the Bobby Holland story. It's amazing. I just wanted to keep asking you questions about his, like his story. I was like, I guess we should talk about, how to grow your business with Google, right? How to grow a stronger business with Google was kind of the reason we're sitting here, but the Bobby Holland story is phenomenal as well. So enjoy this episode of the Stronger Business Podcast. Here's Bobby Holland. So what are the, the tips and the keys? If I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm getting started, or hey, I'm trying to to get bigger, bigger or better. Yep. What do I need to, what I need to know to grow my what business with Google? What do you need to
2: Google? do? Yeah, and kind of back to what uh, Chad asked, like we tell clients we eat our own dog food, so to speak. It's just the simplest way we mm-hmm. put it. So what has grown Bipper Media over however many years to where we are today? And literally what we're executing today to continue growing Bipper Media is SEO. And it's the same thing. We just say that, look, we we will take what we do for our business and what we know. We will just execute it for you and your business. And then so that's kind of what we say to clients. And then to answer your question, the what we that like like how to do it, it, you can go a lot of different directions. The very simple way that we put it, and, and, and it's true, is SEO is a production game, okay? SEO is a production game. And if you think of production as an equation, there's two sides of this equation, of this production equation, so to speak. Um, it, it, it's a production game. On one side, you have content, and then on the other side, you have backlinks. So Uh, Google, even, like, you know, the way you put it, kind of going back to the origin of it way back then, you know, you hear a lot of buzz sometimes over Google algorithm updates and Hummingbird and all these things, all these... uh, Well, the reality is Google updates their algorithm like 5,000 times a year. They have an entire engineer all over... Like, it's in a perpetual state of update. So I learned long ago, like, that's just stuff that, like, news-type sites get... You know, it it creates a buzz and whatnot, and it's a lit. It's sometimes a little bit contrarian when people ask me, you know, what do you think about the latest Google algorithm? But I believe I'll be like, honestly, I don't know, and I don't really care. Huh. You're like the
1: one from five <laughs> minutes ago or the one from three minutes ago. Which one
2: you want to know? About? <laughs> right. Which one you want to know about? And they're talking about like the update like a year ago or something. I'm like, honestly, I'm like, I don't know, and I like, I understand, I care that you're asking a question, but. Yeah. And I understand why you're asking me, but I don't follow that. So you're saying that they're
1: they're asking the wrong question.
2: They're asking the wrong question. Yeah. And I say that because over the years, even as far back as I can remember, the thing that moved the needle the most in Google search is production. And one of those two sides of that equation, it's and really most effective that we pursue with clients, just like we pursue with Bipper Media is content production right. and backlink production.
1: All right, okay. so let, let me, I want to like steal your consulting time, honestly. It's what we <laughs> oh, do. I got
0: like my case studies ready, yeah, brother. So you go ahead and get your questions we, out of the way because I yeah. got all sorts of stuff to ask. Bobby, yeah. we, we recently transitioned. I'm about to make a lot of money, I think, from what Bobby's doing. Uh, let's, let's do it. it. So either let's that or we're
1: on some secret ops together. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> One or the other. Stronger <laughs> business. You know, we did a Stronger Business Summit two years ago, a year and a half yeah. ago. Um, we we transitioned the brand for the podcast to Stronger Business. We came up with stronger. We changed StrongerBusiness.com. All these things. Yeah. So you're saying creating content. So give us give me an example of yeah what kind of content that we'd be creating. Is this like a blog? Is this just changing the. Data on the website, like what is it? When you're saying create content and production, what specifically do you mean? And then same thing on backlinks. We're yeah. backlinks. I don't even know what a backlink you, is. Yeah, like work. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like, I know I you guys. Know I've that ever that heard that term. That's no, but American. tell us, like, so for strongerbusiness.com, can you give us an example? Of this is what you guys would want to do for content production. This is what you guys would want to do for the
0: backlink.
2: Yeah. So Stronger, you said StrongerBusinessSummit.com. StrongerBusiness.com. StrongerBusiness.com. And right
0: now that's where the summit feeds from, the podcast feeds there, some other stuff we got going on. Everything feeds there. Yeah.
2: So um, this is diving a little bit deeper, kind of like next level to the SEO explanation. Um, Any search that happens, you know, there's like whatever, tens of millions of results that come up for any search, in most general searches and google ranks things right obviously it's a whole ranking system it's really technically a real-time auction environment so that real-time auction the currency so to speak of the bid in an auction you have like bids happening in google world the currency is what's called domain authority okay so to strongestbusiness.com and to answer your question like from this production standpoint we would really at a very simple level recommend you start producing blog posts on strongerbusiness.com and then of course the next question is well what kind of blog post well there's where you have to put yourself into your audience in your case your audience shoes if i'm talking to a cpa for example i would say you need to put yourself into your client's shoes if it's a dentist put yourself into your patient's shoes and your client stems from there. And really, the easiest way to think about it is what questions are they asking?
0: You know now, what I mean? For any segment. Blog post. This mm-hmm. needs to be written blog, not video blog, not Correct. YouTube content. It needs to be written content on the first and frequently foremost asked questions, getting your customers resources yes. or answers. Yeah. So, okay. like,
2: you know, take tax shelter, for example, uh-huh. right? Um, you could very easily, if you had to, um, we said chad you have exactly 90 seconds and in these 90 seconds here's a piece of paper you have 90 seconds i need you to write out as many think about all the years you've been doing what you do you have 90 seconds write out as many questions that you get asked the most common from your clients just write them out and i've actually done this with clients yeah and um you, you would really be amazed. You would at least have 10 questions. You'd oh, probably have sure. a whole right. lot it's more. Like, you wouldn't head. be it's able like to write fast right enough. Now. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of those questions equals the title to your next blog post. Okay. So if you took 90 seconds and you came up with 10, say 10 uh, questions that are most commonly asked by your customers, there's your titles at least for your next 10 blog
0: posts. Because that's the questions they're typing into the Google search engine. Is yes, that what's yes. how it all ties together. Here? Exactly. Okay.
2: And then, but it really comes all the way back to domain authority. Okay. And it's applicable to both organic search results, but especially for local businesses, extremely important for Google Map or local search results.
1: All right. And when you say domain authority, yes. What do you mean?
2: Yeah. So strongerbusiness.com, Bippermedia.com, right? Or. Uh, don't oh, know, sorry, what the tax, tax shelter.com shelter. Shelter. Uh-huh. Um Those are all at a very technical level. In the world of Google, like forget front end searching on your phone results and that, think back end algorithm code level. These are all referred to as what's called top level domains. Okay. The real time auction environment, if I search for, um, you know, tax help near me or um, you know, commercial cleaning company near me, or SEO company, whatever. Instantly, this algorithm generates, here's one, two, three, through 10 million. Those are the search results. Domain authority is the equity of the domains. It's kind of the, the strength, if you will, mm-hmm. that Google uses to determine, okay, here's this search query. There's 25 million results to show But who's number one, and who's number two, and who's number three, and who's number 7,653, right? That's what domain authority is. It's the back end sort of uh, strength of a domain. Yeah,
1: so that basically, if I type a question in, Google's saying this is the most likely entity that should be able to answer your question.
0: Yes, base exactly. And are they determining that by the number of people that stay on that page? There's or a or yeah, it... so
2: that's a question of like what are the what are the factors of ranking? okay, yeah. right? Yeah. that's where that's where backlinks. so there's a lot of fact like and you can read in Google, there's like thousands of factors that come in. There's you know obscure ones like a page, for example, how long does somebody stay on a page, which also gets to another factor, which is bounce rate. How many people hit my page and how many people stay for at least whatever, 10 seconds, but then how many people leave? That's called a bounce rate. There's all these, there's a lot of factors that come into it, the speed of your website, right? So how fast when I get on, on my phone, especially mobile, mobile's a very um, critical component with all these things. When somebody searches and sees you in the results, when I tap on my phone to go to your page, how long does it take? Or if it takes too long, what percentage of those people aren't even gonna wait? Oh yeah, And they're bouncing back to the search results. All those things. But of all of the variables that um, kind of fall under uh, the ranking factors, backlinks, and it really comes back to domain authority. So all those factors, knowing domain authority is what drives the search results. Backlinks are the one component that carry, the backlinks carry probably more weight or almost as much weight as all the other factors combined. Okay. Meaning if you have strong backlinks to your site, yeah. it's not that it wouldn't matter, but that portfolio of, of, of backlinks, if they're strong enough, it will overcome bounce rate okay. or how terrible your website is so or how links, slow it, it is. So backlinks
1: like, this, this is the strongest thing to move the needle.
2: Yes. And that gets all the way back to the white paper that Larry Pay Survey Bryn wrote at Stanford when they, they basically came up with this algorithm, it, it was called PageRank back then, this algorithm on how to, in essence, bring structure to this thing, an organization, to this thing called the internet. All right. And it was done through the, the core of the algorithm is a backlink analysis, what they refer to as citations, right? So the the, the best way I know, I know how to explain citations is let's say Bobby is a psychology professor at UGA, okay? Chad is a psychology professor at Georgia State, okay? We both are, let's think, super like niche, right? We're both like child psychologists or something. Um, You did research on child psychology last year. I did equivalent research. You published your paper. I published my paper. So by all standards, you and I are kind of, in this parallel sort of equal world, we're both at. However, the paper that Chad publishes gets picked up by Harvard, Yale, the leading whatever organization that's behind child psychology. Da, da, da. Bobby's paper gets picked up by like the red and black, right? And I'm just using, and I don't mean to like I'm not saying anything about red and black. I'm just saying, relatively speaking, sure. this is analogous to a backlink analysis. So in the world of psychologists, Chad will, because of your citations that you've received based on your research, you will have a magnitude factor more authority than I will. Because not necessarily, like my paper may even be better than yours, my research may be more in-depth, everything, but your citations that reference your paper makes you many, many factors more authoritative than me. Because, because it's linking me to credible sources. because yes. Because of the, actually, it's the next layer. It's not necessarily you and your paper. It's the next ring, the next layer of what's referencing cite, so it's the like citation. So third-party
1: endorsement aspect of it. It's like, a third-party endorsement. Like people are going right. to respect... Harvard Business Review or Harvard University more so than they would Red and Black. No offense to Red and Black, it's just just people know Harvard all around the world, and people don't know Red and Black all around the world. And they went to UGA. That's okay. Not necessarily more credible, but more credible in the mindset of most. That's right. Because it's bigger. Just like if. Josh's dollar store says this is a great deal versus Walmart says it's a great deal. People are like Walmart, they're bigger and better than Josh's dollar store. So we Walmart's trust them Walmart's probably more. better, to, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah. So convey that, transfer that idea to search and that's domain authority and that's the relevance of backlinks. Okay. So what citations are to that example I gave of a professor with papers and whatnot is the equivalent of backlinks to domains and what determines authority. And authority always equals who's one, who's two, who's three, who's nine million three hundred. So real off.
1: life question on this, because it, it also gives me a chance to throw Chad under the bus, and that is my favorite. <laughs> That's yeah, your yeah. favorite. Right. It's it comes some back Some people do take they, they to the Georgia game. Some people tailgate. Some people play <clears> golf. <throat> I throw Chad under the bus. Then I sure. get in the driver's seat and attempt to run him over. He's pretty quick, though. He's like a squirrel. He's back and forth. All right. If I post an article and – Dave Ramsey puts it on Dave Ramsey's site, and it's a financial type article. Mm-hmm. Or if you post an article and Chad picks it up on his website, based on your examples, pretty much like I'm going to get more brand or domain authority based off my connection with Dave Ramsey exactly. as a bigger brand than you're going to get with Chad, even though Chad is an up-and-coming big brand and with much better hair than yeah, Dave Ramsey, Exactly. which should play into the Google rankings. I don't know
2: if it's it, it should, but, yeah, but you're 100% right. Okay, got it. That's so in it, essence it.
0: So which makes sense is why the blog is important, because the only way Dave Ramsey is going to pick up an article or yes. share something is if I got something in written form Theoretically to he's share. he's gonna vet it more. Yes. Because
1: it's like he's attaching his brand yes. to what I wrote. Therefore he's like, I can't post garbage because I stand to lose more. That's right. Versus a smaller entity which the risk isn't as is great.
2: Exactly. Okay. So the um which gets back to kind of the production SEO is a production game. So um, we build backlinks for clients and a lot of our clients are doing no production. Like they just have their website um, and all we're doing for them is building backlinks. But, and, and our clients know this because we tell them all the time if they're not doing the blog consistency. So Google ranks on authority, but going one step deeper, Google favors sites. They, they favor production, right? Okay. So they favor... So if
1: my website is static, I wrote an article three years ago that got put on entrepreneur.com. It's like, hey, that's great. But if you haven't put out any articles since then, you're starting to lose some of your brand equity, so to speak. You're losing your brand equity versus if I keep putting stuff out. Yeah, because if
2: you bring it back to the real-time auction environment, you maybe three years ago wrote something, and Entrepreneur, which means you probably got a backlink from entrepreneur.com, which is great, but some freshman at UGA maybe started a blog a year and a half ago on the same type of topic, and that freshman at UGA has been publishing consistently each month. Boom, 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 boom. That, that if you looked at the traffic comparatively, that their blog versus yours, there'll really be no comparison. Okay, there'll be he's, no comparison
1: because his content is, is is not static. It's constantly in production mode. It's coming out the end, and mine's yep. static. And even though it was great when I wrote it three years ago, it might yep. not be applicable anymore. But this guy's cutting edge. Even yeah. though he's not getting published by entrepreneur.com. That's right. He's producing, okay.
2: Sure. So the, the pinnacle is to actually have production of both. But but typically backlinks, <clears throat> even though we build backlinks for clients that aren't doing any production work, we're kind of like just helping them fill a, a gap, so to speak, that they're missing, which is much better than, than nothing. Um, but the pinnacle strategy is really start with you know, back to the example of your site, what would I do with my site? I say start a blog and then, you know, starting with just your 10 questions or whatever, start there. The um, the crazy the 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 crazy part is that when you have a when you're producing consistent content like blog posts, backlinks will start happening naturally. Who knows where? Other publications, uh, okay, other okay. sites. Yeah. You know, the the freshman at UGA maybe found your content and linked to it. And then you know the syndication that happens. So Google that that's where Google favors the production and consistency because it really ramps up and then it starts creating backlinks naturally.
1: Is there a priority here for for written content versus? Because I know example here, Chad. I was praising him the other day. He he puts out phenomenal content right now every Tuesdays. Tax Tax Tip Tuesday. It's it's yeah. great stuff. Yeah, And it's social media, it gets shared, all that stuff. Is is he yeah. somewhere, is there a big gap because he's not also duplicating that into written content in a blog? If
2: the, well, I you know, I don't want to um, dilute the importance of that because, yeah. I mean, we're, like, our, our channel is search. Our focus is search. Strategies like that on social, like face, Facebook and YouTube, it's really the same kind of algorithm favors consistency. Like, if you want to be successful on YouTube... Like you just can't publish even as amazing as it is, you just can't publish one thing and like never publish it. Like consistency will unlock that algorithm. Uh-huh. Same thing with social media platforms. So if your goal is search, then it has to be in the form of content that Google will crawl and index and leverage for search queries. Right. Yeah. And that's but most with Google <clears throat> it
0: needs to be written not video. So
2: we, we would recommend, yes, to first okay. and foremost have content that can be crawled and indexed, right? Yeah. However, from there, like it comes to the repurposing of content, right? So <clears throat> the, and and we say, when we say Google, because our clients, most any business, really businesses anywhere in the world, doesn't matter. What What businesses care most about is new customers. Right? So that's a very transactional mindset, right? When it comes to social media and YouTube and Facebook, all these things that you can do, that's more of a branding strategy, if you will. It's like I'm scrolling through my feed or I'm on YouTube and suggested, like I'll see your video and oh, that's a cool video. That's like branding, right? Search is transactional. Everything outside of Google search is trans it, um, is branding. Google search is transactional.
0: You're looking for something to solve right. a problem. Right. I'm actually on Google yet. searching for a carpet cleaner Makes near
2: sense. me, or I'm I'm researching to one of these questions, one of the ten questions, for example. I need how do you do this with this particular? I'm an I'm an S corp and I need to file taxes. What do I do? You know what I mean? It's a transactional disposition of I need something and I want help. Uh, so to speak, or if you're a car accident lawyer, like I need a car car accident lawyers near me, or criminal defense lawyers, or dentist near me, things of like that. That's very transactional versus social media, YouTube. That's very much branding, yeah, kind of angle. So the goal is to win for us is for our clients to win in search. Yeah, so they can we start show with a, the kind yes.
1: of a clear ROI on it. Like, yeah, I mean, you so this person clicked here. Here's what their name is. That you you see they did business with you. You can kind of track that versus branding, which was maybe you next. Know, they may not know unless Chad has an internal system to say, hey, where'd you hear about us? They're like, dude, I watched your Facebook video. It was awesome. Yeah. So you're going to be able to track a lot of the ROI versus if it's the track branding the ROI.
2: Yeah. However, okay. once you produce that blog post, say, for example, yeah. you can then repurpose it or you've done a YouTube video or something that was similar to that topic, add it to that post. Yeah. Right? Or mm-hmm. take it okay. you know, yeah. and break it up into – you could take a thousand word blog post and break that up into like, you know, 15 different tweets or something. So <clears throat> everything can be repurposed. But first and foremost is just knowing that Google is crawling and indexing content because they know anybody, like Google really considers themselves like an answer engine and they want content that their searchers are looking for. And, you know, it's, it's it, first and foremost text. And then that can be repurposed to other forms of content.
1: What I love about that is the easy thing for, again, using Chad's example, because, again, the content's phenomenal. It's there and it's helpful for people. And Chad gets a lot of accolades for it. Seriously, it's, it's pretty cool how many times I yeah. see his content reshared on social media or somebody tagging yeah. him and saying, they got this awesome stuff. Yeah. So all he needs to do is have some type of system, even if it's not him writing it down, like, dude, Fiverr this thing or create a, get a virtual assistant that just types it out and puts it as a blog post. it's the same content. it's, it's a definitive as-
2: strategy. yeah you could take any video, transcribe it into text yeah and now there's your text and the video. Google will crawl and index that and now all of the for any topic you do a video on, for example, or any blog post that you write, you'll have like the core topic. but when you get into the get into the content, the text of it, you're going to be covering many other subtopics of that, which is really right. tapping into that whole world of the other searches that are happening, and because you have Google, Google has crawled and indexed this page, where some obscure question was asked, but it was kind of mentioned or the the topic or subtopic was mentioned, your page will compete in the search results. Dang, that's good.
0: So, so, yeah. so getting bringing this down to a realistic level of how to start or where to start yeah. for an entrepreneur or business owner. And I know for me, I got two different businesses that yeah. I don't do anything with Google. I don't do anything with SEO. And I'm like, all right, Bobby, yeah. I got a tax business over here mm-hmm. that I have yeah. a website. I do some videos. We have some resources online for our existing clients, but it's just stagnant it is a good word. We have awesome content. We built one time with some pretty pictures yeah. and some cool colors and like, all right, and then over here, I have an online retail business where I can produce the product. and it's an awesome product. I just don't know how to. I don't know how to bring customers to the table here. Yeah. So for for the service industry and the online side of the product mm-hmm. business, I have. How do I know where to start, money wise? Do, do, do you say, okay, Chad, when you're willing to spend three grand a month, we can start building this for you, or you got to spend five grand a month to move the needle, or. And you can start doing this, and it'll start generating. How do you, how do you determine, or how do we determine when we're big enough, or when our product justifies spending money on this money, type yeah. of decision, or well, hiring yeah. you guys to do it?
2: Sure. And that gets to the um, kind of the title that I sent in: the three keys to growing your business. Anybody can do it. You don't have to spend any money on. Like you can do it yourself. Okay. <clears throat> and the three things, the three keys than any business local and doesn't matter anywhere in the world you know i talk about how we have clients literally all over the world um is that the three keys is number one for your business you have to have a verified google my business it's now called a google google business profile but it's mo- but that's a recent name change that google implemented it's typically referred to as a google my business listing which is basically a web property in google maps you have to have you have to have a verified location for your business and okay. that is technically called a google my business listing
1: for the entrepreneur i mean like a jeff bezos or like a bill gates obviously pre-internet to some degree mm-hmm. but they're starting out of their garage or based the home address they get a p.o box and they get their p.o box what's the yeah. best way to so do it so it for can our- be a home address okay. so
2: in the world subtopic of google my business there's two categories there's a physical location like the tax shelter is here physically, you would actually want people to, which I actually did coming here, find you in Google Maps and get directions to your front door. If you worked out of your house, you obviously don't want people, you know, (laughs) your wife (laughs) wouldn't appreciate people coming to your front door and, hey, can you do my, or there's a line, you know, like, honey, how come there's like a line going out? Uh, So the people working out of their home or not wherever, that's called the service area business. So there's the uh, physical location GMB, and then there's what's called a service a service area business GMB, and that's where our clients who work out of their house they will they will verify their Google My Business and classify it as a service area business. Okay. That means they work out of their house. They don't want customers finding. they don't want directions to their front door.
1: So Google keeps them safe. Hey, you can verify your business without telling people exactly where you live. Exactly. Okay.
2: Exactly. So that's number one. You need a verified Google My Business listing. Whether you're a physical location, you would just classify it that way. Or if you work out of your home, you would classify it as a service area business. All right. So number two is what's called citation distribution. Okay, so a citation... Uh, a citation is basically your business information made up of seven variables. Uh, it's a data set made up of seven variables, which is your business name, your street address, your city, state, zip code, phone number, and your website URL. So I know that's a lot, but in essence, your core business location information. Okay, those variables make up what's called a data set or a citation. If you're a service area business verified out of your home, you would only have your uh, business name, your you could do your city, state, zip, phone number, and website URL. So your street address isn't going in there. Um, so that's called a citation. And citation distribution, and you've probably heard it talked about, you take your business and it gets distributed all over the web in major directories like Yelp, Yahoo Business Directory, um, you know, whether you do it or not there's a lot of there's a lot of local business type directory sites including Google and including Google Maps that if they have enough data on you from wherever they'll just they'll just basically crawl and index it and produce it themselves.
1: So if I put that information for the citation distribution yep. the seven variables, if I'm putting that into Google through the Google my business listing, that should eventually go out to where it needs to get to.
2: Well, it should, but the distribution part is where you want to get it into like authoritative directory type sites, like Facebook Facebook, your Facebook page. You want to make sure, and this gets in the importance of the consistency of your citation. Like on Facebook, you okay. want to make
1: sure it's the same information. It's on the Facebook exact same as it is in Yelp,
2: as it is in Yelp, Okay. as it is in Yahoo small business directory, as it is anywhere that you can get your address. You know, even Instagram, you want to make sure if your Google My Business listing is verified at, say, 125 Main Street Suite A, you want to make sure it's the exact same and everywhere. The problem is most people don't know how to do that and they're not doing that. So when places like Facebook and Instagram or Yelp start calling and indexing, they'll get fragmented data. Yeah. It might be 125 Main Street but missing Suite A. Or oh, so phone it needs number to be, be exactly right. the same. Exactly. Okay, so, the
1: something, same. this is kind of detailed, but, and I know some t- sites would probably maybe like create this for you, but does it matter? Like, so if you're just, like, hey man, if, it, if it's 706-395-5060, it needs to be that every single time.
2: Yeah, the phone number, not so much because okay. the sites are going to structure, they uh-huh. have their own code structure of how they're going to present a phone number. So, your phone number, you can only do so much. Okay. Like Google My Business, they're going to show it no matter how, how you put it in. They're going to show it the way their system is structured. Let me ask a different example. 125
1: Main Street, Suite A versus 125 Main Street, comma, Suite A is going to – So – Super detailed, I understand. Yeah,
2: it is super detailed. What we would say is you enter it if it's comma, Suite A, and even more granular at the suite component of Suite A. Some places like S-U-I-T-E, some places abbreviate S-T-E, Period. Some places just STE. So when we do citation distribution citation work, we are operating at that granular of a level. Okay. So that that granular. Minor details of a level. matter. Minor minor details matter in the distribution as long yeah. as it's entered. So like, um, so we use technically we use the USPS, the Postal Service, because mm-hmm. that's what that that format structure of address in the US is what Google My Business or Google Maps okay. uses. So everything that we enter when we do citation distribution for clients everywhere, we follow USPS, including Google My Business, right? Because that's just a core standard that's, it's an accepted format. Yeah. But even when you enter that, like suite, for example, whatever the USPS version, proper format, you enter that in Google My Business, the front end might take S-U-T-E and abbreviate it S-T-E, which they actually do. So... But we entered it with the original format. They have it. It's just their sort of structure programming okay. has transcribed it to show on the front end as something different. And the reason that's important in the distribution, we, we always recommend approximately 50 or so, which if you don't know how to do it, you won't know how to get 50, but that that's what we do for clients. 50 to 100 definitive purpose-driven citations that are Manually published that you know the data you enter is 100 correct. That's 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 our goal with with the distribution. and the And the point is, all comes back to Google My Business or Google Maps. Our goal is to remove any question, any fragmentation whatsoever that Google questions where your business is located.
0: Right. So does so. Let's take our location right here, six thirty Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. I'm running. Five Different businesses out of 630 Hawthorne. I don't designate suites or different businesses. Am I harming myself <laughs> by not designating the businesses at yes, different More than groups? likely.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, More than helpful. likely. Yeah, because Google is that gets to the fragment data. It database. confuses Google.
0: They're like, what the heck's there? Well, is it it's the not tax shelter. It, is it
2: let's not business? get
1: too big ahead, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't confused Google. Okay. I know we're here right well, now. i like outsmart you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: Uh, it's it's not confusing. It it creates a fragmented environment of data. Okay. Right. And it all comes back to authority. Right. So you want to do everything that you can as a business to build as much authority as you can in your presence Isolated in Google search. In that, yeah, yes. Address. So a more ideal structure. I forgot how many businesses you say are running on it. Well, oh dear Let's God. say five. Let's say five. <laughs> That is, be, that is
1: not accurate. There's like fifty. It's, there's like okay. Because you know, it's not like you go in and shut down the ones that. That's true. That don't know What? Yeah, I don't, yeah. It's that'd bad. Be, it's be be bad, Bobby. It's bad. Yeah.
0: Backlink search. <laughs> what all is tied to this? Jesus. Ultimately, <laughs> it would
2: be it would be a fra- more than likely a fragment unless there's enough data to where like some things might be new and like the tax shelter may have like always been here for a long time. Like there's some things that like Google just has figured out. It doesn't really matter. But you go further down, kind of the long tail. There's other businesses where it's just fragmented. Okay. Like you know. Yeah. So. You know. Hey, this is a
1: great time for me to jump in to say this.
2: Yeah.
1: Bobby has a podcast. Yes. Where he talks. I just about learned about, about this stuff. today.
0: I'm pumped about listening to this. Yeah.
1: SEO Secrets Podcast. SEO it is secrets. a ridiculously high quality production. <laughs> cameras, professional actors,
2: straight from my car, straight from driving. Bobby's car. Yes.
1: You'll hear Bobby's kids in the back screaming. Kids, you know, you'll
2: hear occasional fights of kids. I,
1: I think I mentioned speed of implementation. <laughs> you guys are probably cousins, but yeah, you're like, you're just like, let's get, get the content out there so that you can That's serve it. people. And so y'all can check out Bobby's podcast, SEO secrets yeah. podcast for some of this. So we got, all right, number one, verified Google, my business list. Yep. Number two, citation distribution and then there's a third tip third key here third key gets to
2: the production side of seo and that is production of backlinks and content
1: okay and that's somewhat what we were talking about on the create the content consistently and you want to get backlinks to your site hopefully your content is good enough to where people want to pick it up yeah but i'm assuming on the front end maybe that's a little difficult and there's probably some tricks to get get the process started maybe.
2: It is. It's it's yeah, it's difficult um cuz if you think about like if you look to like hyper competitive markets, like let's say car accident lawyers in Atlanta. Um it's not going to be enough for a new car accident lawyer in Atlanta to just start a site and just start writing blog posts. It's just not going to it's not going to be sufficient because there's hundreds of car accident law firms that have had SEO agencies doing what they do for years. So it's not going to be sufficient. Just start a blog. So if I'm
1: starting project. tomorrow, I'm never catching up with those guys organically, be, or it's going to take me forever.
2: It would, Yeah. The The path is probably very long for you to get to where you see any kind of momentum that you're even remotely happy with. Right. So that's where coming in and building high quality, like doing things manually to try to move the needle get get them the needle moving faster. Okay. And that's where building backlinks um, to complement the content production. But the step one and two is equally important because on the inverse of that, if you jump over one and you jump over two and you go right to the production equation, so to speak, of blog posts and backlinks, you will be building authority. But if you're... If you don't have a Google My Business listing, you start doing that. That means that Google and other directories are just going to start taking whatever information they can find and start producing this yeah. stuff for you. It'll be a highly fragmented environment, and you'll be building, in essence, authority on a highly fragmented environment. If that makes sense. So steps yeah. one and
1: step two. It's it's like a a dual sided foundation you're building. Yeah, you got to do number one. You got to number two. Yes. And then. Those are somewhat static. Like you don't have to keep doing those things Correct. over and over. Then it turns into three is like number three is where the games, this is your yes. continuity. Consistency is the game here. Steps one and two aren't consistency based. They're like, well, the consistency based there would be your information, your inputting has to be consistently the same. Yes. But it's then once like, we get yeah. to stage three, you're just built. Hey, oh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. same the, thing. The you're on the treadmill is, now.
2: The goal is to get to step three um, as quickly as you can. But as accurate, like it's not a, you know, I don't want to make it sound like like an urgency to get, but in essence, you don't want to jump over one and two and go straight to three because then you're building authority on top of the fragmentation. Yeah. So Your one and two is weak. Yeah, your foundation's weak. So one and two is critically important So to get to three.
0: So for on number three, mm-hmm. is that the part of the process where ad spend comes in? Or are you like, eh? Ad spend is not near as important as the main authority. We just focus on that. Or yeah, e- no, or ad
2: spend. Ad. Yeah, the world of like ad spend and pay per click and Google Ads, that's a totally different world. Okay. And organic. Everything I just described is, is all organic. Organic SEO.
1: Yeah, Man, thanks. I love it. Chad, I feel like Bobby just did a special ops on us. <laughs> 'Cause he's like he's explaining these things.
0: Fragmented <laughs> is probably the best description of my business life and online presence that I've ever identified. I and mean, it all happened in this episode. I feel there like
1: I really feel like there is a chance for me. <laughs> maybe. Fifty fifty. I could maybe set up the Google My Business thing right. There's a chance at least, right? I mean Sure you can. Chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we Definitely. get to number two. I'm you're screwing not, that up. You're get number three. detail guy, no. Nah, I mean, I'd probably have us in the same city, but it wouldn't be in the same state every time. Like you said, right. Athens, Alabama, Athens, Ohio. We'd be all over the place. So I feel like what he, he's got us in some type of weird MMA thing he learned in special ops, and he's been like, this is why you got to hire an SEO firm because this yeah. dude's got 20 years, 20-plus 20 years of experience doing this stuff. He knows all the secrets, and so I could go in and try to learn this over the next four years of my life and maybe be able to set my Google My Business up Correctly by the which would have changed by then, I'm sure. You would say, this is a loaded question, but you would say, that for an entity that's starting for a new company, yeah, if being found online is important to their success as an entity, they need to get into the SEO game with paying some experts as soon as they can afford it. Is that fair?
2: It is fair, yeah. A- unless it's like there's 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 examples where they don't need to go that route, and it's really like it's, there's only two scenarios where you don't have to worry about that. Is one if you're in a you know medium to large metro area and you don't have a lot of competitors. Okay. Right. So if you're in a market where there's not a lot of competitors, you could really just do one, and like two in this form of like your make sure your Facebook page is right. Those two things in a low competitive environment could be sufficient. You don't even need step number three. Okay. Right. Or the inverse of that is you're like a car accident lawyer but the town that you live in has like 100 people in it you're not really like competing you know what i mean so it's it's a it's a density kind of question so if chad Either starts his business
1: b- if he if he starts chad's bait and tackle in his hometown of Hazelhurst, georgia <laughs> He's got a chance just because there's like three and a half businesses there of succeeding. It, and it they're, they're still on dial up. And they're still in that. They yeah. don't have internet access. I We're hoping Elon impressed Musk is going to give comes
2: them. comes up number one for a bait and tackle shop near me. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be, yeah. I'm you not, could probably I'm just do one at a lot and of time
0: or money on backlinks at that point. So you hey, probably if don't need to.
1: If you have no competitors, maybe you don't need to do this. But if you're in an industry at all that has any crowd to it, then this is an important thing to. Probably to try to find some expert help fast. Exactly.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah, If there's, because Google at the moment, and this is one of the things kind of change, but at the moment there's three search results on mobile for any local, the Google local or Google map search and organic, it will show number one, two, and three of Google maps. So if you're in any kind of market where there's more than three of you and you being whatever, carpet cleaners, CPAs, car accident lawyers, whatever, then you, it, and you're not showing up, that means whatever the other three have done, that, have, that there, there's three above you.
1: Man, what sucks about this whole, uh, this whole example as I'm thinking about it is I'm pretty sure that Chad's bait and tackle, the address is 630 Hawthorne, Athens, Georgia. So it's probably screwing up your, other, well, I'm, your I'm data bra- set. I'm fragmented, brother.
0: I, <laughs> so, so for people like me that are tremendously fragmented, Mm -hmm. And uh, people like Josh that are looking to start new ventures and do things (laughs) in different, uh, our audience who are entrepreneurs and have never thought about this at all. What all did you guys offer at Bipper? What all kind of special products or offerings do you have for our audience today? Tell us a little bit about what y'all do and uh, what that looks like from a price standpoint. Okay, yeah.
2: And you can see all this on our website if you go uh, to BipperMedia.com. You'll see our products tab at the top. Uh, just hover hover over that. You'll see the product list drop down. Um, I'd say the 70th percentile of our client base is in, and you'll see it in the drop down. What we call our tier, our local SEO tiers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go to uh, products, local SEO, and what you will see there is tier one, two, and three. Tier one starts at one forty nine a month. Tier two is two forty nine a month. Tier three three forty nine a month. And you can see, you know, what you get for those three tiers. That's where the 70th percentile of our client base is, and the ones who aren't, it's where they started.
1: Okay. So for a brand new entrepreneur, <laughs> me. you're not at some price like for a new yeah, entrepreneur. They got a, got a price point. They can get started. It's a
0: different price point than I had. Yeah, envisioned so they're about. not yeah, yeah, spending yeah.
1: three thousand dollars a month on day one. It's like no, you can get started on one hundred fifty dollars a month and like exactly. And
0: okay. we do that's that awesome. on on purpose
2: because ultimately. Um, I've always seen, I, and I think you kind of alluded to it a little bit when we were talking about kind of the origin of it, but um, I just have a passion for helping yeah. and serving. And um, it just really like, nothing fuels me more to know that like things I'm doing are helping other people and other people being businesses. Because I know, it, as you all know, and, and any given businesses are made up of people so those people have families and households and their own ambitions. So in our own way, I feel that Bipper Media exists to contribute to that. And so we've made pricing back to the pricing and we've been all over all over the years, all over the place with pricing. Um, but we, we believe we've made it affordable enough to help almost any business anywhere um, but we still we do a lot of we do a lot of pro bono work, and I always have yeah. um, clients who can't even afford one forty nine a month. I, you know, it, I want to help them. So either you know, for for someone like me, and I don't even do anymore. Like people on our team are doing it, but for someone like me to like someone who can't even afford one forty nine a month, they come to us. Like I talk to them, build a relationship. I see what they're trying to do. I'll be like, look, here's all you have to do. Take my email, add it to your GMB. Oh, I don't have a GMB. Okay, not a problem. I'm going to create one. When I go down this path for me to do it, 15 minutes later, I have all of step one and really a sufficient level of step two, what I just described, done. And just that alone, not even charging them, just took them from – literally no shot of competing to at least being in the game and now really the only piece they're missing is the production uh, the production equation so to speak of SEO but one and two done and so anyway 149 a month that's why the majority of our clients are in that space um, and then beyond that it it becomes more custom packages we have yeah. a lot of we have a lot of clients that are obviously many magnitudes more. Than say one forty nine a month, but they're doing things that are much, uh, much larger scope than what those packages are. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot of clients in a lot of markets where tier one, two, and three is sufficient. You know what I mean? Like they feel it in their yeah. business. If they've done, if they've never done anything,
0: it's going to move the needle.
2: And they start even moving the needle a little bit. They start seeing more phone calls coming in. Yeah. You know, because it's not a zero-sum. Search is never a zero-sum game, right? So, like me standing uh, here at, at this location, if I search something like you know, um, you know, tax help near me, if I and I'll get x whatever businesses in the results because of my proximity here. If I go to the other side of Athens, or I go to like Oconee County, or I go to like Atlanta, and I search, I'm going to get a totally different subset of results so it's never a zero-sum game right so that's where I know I can come in create a GMB and do just a little bit of citation work for a business for free just to help them yeah and it's going to at least help them dramatically more than where they were before so
1: I love it man because again we know we both Chad and I both have a heart for the startup entrepreneur because we both were and you're like, man, you're yeah. just, you just got to get scrappy. And so I love yeah. you have a starting point for folks that they can get started. Like Things it's not, I mean, honestly, I'm like, look, man, if you're trying to start a business, you're willing to get, you're willing to do what it takes if you're going to win. Yeah. And so you can come up with 150, 250, 350 a month, even if you got to do something like go wash 10 cars. You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah. figure it out. That's, that's awesome. All yeah, right.
2: And we also have on, on our packages, it's kind of our, um, it, it's kind of part of our culture at this point, but it's the way I've always been we have that there are no long term contracts so somebody could sign on and you know literally 2 weeks later feel like we're not a good fit like and we we've had occasionally people do that but people can cancel anytime okay That's awesome. and 100% no contracts and and that gets to the culture and along the along the way like people on our team like they've tried to push back with me on that culture you know, like man, like it's a lot of work on board. It's, it's expensive to get. It's expensive. The time, a lot of work. Of it, yeah. But uh, the way I, I, my disposition, and I tell clients this literally this day, I was saying it ten years ago, um, to people coming on. Like, look, like I believe in earning your business for the long term, and you know, you have in the SEO indi- the SEO industry is just ripe with a lot of bad actors, so to speak. Right, it's a really it's a whole different world because people the, don't understand it. Because lots of people it. can jump
1: in and say, that, oh, I can help." And me. literally
2: from all over the world, yeah. like literally all over the world. So, um, I come in and instead of taking that angle, I'm like, "Look, I understand maybe what someone's perception might be about the SEO industry." I'm like, "That's fine. Sign on with us." Number one, here's all it. Like the more clients we have, the more I can turn to, you know, reviews and whatnot. But I'm like, "Look, I understand." So sign on, and there's no obligation. Like, you know, my goal, and I tell them my goal is to earn your business over the long term. So when you start with us, it's really my obligation for you to be with us. It, you will only keep staying, say it's 149 a month. You will only keep paying $149 a month as long as you see value in doing that. And I tell people that's, that's what my job is, is to earn that business. If you don't see any value, you're not in a contract, you can cancel at any time.
1: Man, we do that with, it's funny you're saying that because I resonate so much with what you're saying. And I think Chad does the same exact thing. In the cleaning company, we do that and we get beat up. They're like, hold on, wait, you don't need contracts? I'm like, no, we do agreements where we establish, this is what we do and this is what you pay a month for. But if we suck, you... We deserve to get fired. You shouldn't have to wait sixty days. Like we shouldn't have to suck for sixty days longer. (laughs) Like you know, if we suck, get rid of us, man. Like my our our my contract is our work ethic and our ability to produce what we say we produce. And same thing with coaching. So like the entrepreneurs I coach, I think you're the same in this, Chad. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I suck, I suck. You think I suck? I don't want your, I don't want your money. Like you think I suck? Like right? Like my ability to earn your earn money from you, earn revenue. Yep. is that I'm producing value for you. And if you don't feel like I'm producing value, I'm not going to make you like, well, no, 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 this, this is 60 more days and I can bring you some value to the table. So well, if I can't bring it today, I probably can't bring it tomorrow. Yeah. So I love that you do that. And that yeah, is yeah, rare yeah, for your yeah, industry because yeah. people are like, well, no, yeah. it takes us six months to onboard. So yeah, gotta- it is
2: rare. And, it's a, and I tell people, I'm like the last thing in the world I ever want to do, even $149. I'm like, the last thing I want is for you to give me $149 and you not want to do that. Like yeah. that yeah. make things like that make me not sleep at night. I'm yes. like, I want to sleep at night. So I don't want you to feel like you have to give me $149. Dude, you're something. speaking my I'm language,
1: like, man. That's where we're at. Yeah, we're absolutely. like, well, cause we believe we're going to win regardless. So I'm like, I want to feel good about game. every dollar yeah. I make. Yeah. Right. And if you don't want to give me the money, I don't want the money. Like go give it somewhere else where you feel good about giving it. And again, yeah. also you, the reason you do that is because you believe that you can provide value for the client. So exactly. you don't need to lock them into a contract. You're like, no, I don't, I don't need your contract. Exactly. You're going to get value, and you're going to want to pay me because yeah. I'm giving you value. All right, Bobby, we do this every episode. Sure. It's a Stronger Business podcast, right? So you look at me and Chad, you can tell we're ripped up dudes. We probably were in the gym this before Before we <laughs> came thought, to the podcast. We're going to the gym after this, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> uh, we do a max out moment because, you know, you know, you're in the gym, you're hitting it, and you're like, all right, let's see what we got now. And so what we ask every – Guest is if you could only leave the listener with one piece of advice, like this is just a max out moment. If you could only list, leave them with one thing that would help them. Yeah, what would it be? Start
2: a blog.
0: Start a blog.
1: Okay.
2: Start and a you blog. hear
0: so much about
1: blogs
2: are dead. Blogs were like the early two thousands. Like it's to give to give context to, blog and I gave the example. That. Start a blog, and literally give yourself ninety seconds. Get a piece of well, get a piece of paper, pen probably more like get on your computer and pull up a Google Doc. Give yourself 90 seconds and write as many. Don't worry about grammar. Don't worry about like just get it out of your head. Write down as many questions that are most common to whatever your business is. And there's the title. And now take each one of those. Each one of those, if you come up with 10, those are 10 blog posts. Just simply the title, the question is the title, and then just simply answer it done. And then question number two, that's blog post number two, so, so I, on and so forth.
0: I can guarantee you, by the time this episode airs, <laughs> you can go to taxshelter.com and find a blog. Uh, Guaranteed. I am putting that one. advice and that out Moment tip to work today. And I, the
2: reason being is it's a production game again, coming yeah. back to the fundamental, like I think of everything as fundamental principles of it as complicated as it is. There's the fundamentals of, of if, if you're writing consistent quality content, those high DA backlinks, which are super critical for authority, they will come naturally. You will attract them naturally. So to answer the question, one thing to do is start a blog and not just about anything, but whatever your business is, if you've been in it for more than a week, you you could easily start coming up with frequently asked questions or topics that you run across. There's the start of your blog.
1: I mean, if you can't answer 10 questions that your prospective client may ask, then you might've started a little too you early. Either. You, you might've started, yeah. Figure that thing out. <laughs> man, that is awesome. Bobby, thank you so much, man, for sharing all that stuff. Again, I love it when yeah. the guests that we have on the podcast give us actionable content and we're like, oh my God. Like we're writing notes and we're saying we're implementing immediately. And so you will, you'll see a difference on the websites that we're a part of uh, based off your counsel and advice. So dude, thank you so much for sharing with the Stronger Business audience today. We appreciate your time.
2: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was great being here.
0: If you enjoyed this episode of the Stronger Business podcast, then leave us a review and share it with a friend. You can find us online at strongerbusiness.com or check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Stronger Business. We look forward to hearing from you and have a great 2022.